we're going to put a pause on celebrating 22 years because our next guest here in the Freak Nation, Levi Kitchen, this dude wasn't even born yet when we started this damn show. Levi Kitchen making a whole lot of noise last week uh, in Denver, the Lucas Oil Motocross Series. Uh, he joins us now in the Freak Nation. You were still in your mom's womb 22 years ago, weren't you, Levi? Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder, how old was your mom 22 years ago? Oh, boy. Um, she may be careful, Levi. She may not want that out. You may yeah, not. yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, regardless, uh, motocross pilot Levi Kitchen joining us here in the Lucas Oil Studios. And, Levi, let's talk about last week where – uh, you turn. You recently turned professional. What was the last year where you turned pro, and then all of a sudden you're sitting there in fifteenth spot in a lot of your motos, and then bam, you roll out with the lead on the uh, the first moto in Denver, and you hold on to it and grab yourself uh, a number one in that first moto. Tell me that you were surprised, or if not, tell me that you knew this was coming. Um, I mean, I knew I was capable, obviously, um, and I don't know. It just took, you know the confidence and stuff like that. And once I knew that once I could get up front on, on the start that I could, uh, I could hold on to it. So, um, once I put myself up front like that, um, I wouldn't say I was really surprised. I was, I was honestly more surprised at how easy it, it was to be honest. Whoa. Wow. Right. Uh, Levi kitchen, Lucas oil motocross, outdoor motocross pilot joining us here in the freak nation. You talk about how easy it is. Well, that start is not easy. It's a land rush start where you've got, uh, so many bikes trying to get that number one spot. Once you get out front, and we've asked this of many riders, once you get out front, there's a sense of ease. I'm not, I didn't say easiness, but a sense of ease knowing that you don't have to fight those, uh, those other riders to try and work your way back up. There's a, there's just a sensibility about yourself on that bike when you're up front right after that first turn. Is that true? Uh, yes, sir. 100%. Um, yeah. Once you get out front, that, you know, as far as the racing and racecraft goes, it, it comes a lot easier for sure. I'd say the hardest part is just staying mentally focused and not letting, um, you know, it's hard not to, to look back and see certain people and, you know, think that they should almost be ahead of you, I guess you could say, because <laughs> they've been beating you so much. So um, I'd say just the mental side of it's the only hard part, but as far as the racing goes, it's pretty easy. Levi Kitchen, I, I looking back through some of your – uh, research on Father's Day weekend, you said you were getting ready to uh, go to work for your dad, who was an electrician. You were putting on the belt and going out there, and you got off the couch and just went riding. You must have had a lot of experience. Um, I mean, a yeah. lot of, uh, confidence. Excuse me, you must have had a lot of confidence. Yeah, um, I don't know. That was probably you know four years ago or so when. I decided to make the switch and start, you know, putting in a lot of work to this sport and stuff like that. So, um, there for a while, I wasn't sure what I was going to do, whether I was going to race or, you know, help my dad out and stuff like that. Cause I was in um, the town of Washougal, pretty small town. There's a track there, but, um, then I ended up moving to Louisiana and started training and yeah, now I'm here. When did the light come on? I, this is one of my favorite questions to ask new uh, riders or drivers, when did the light come on? What flipped the switch that said, Hey, I can do this. Um, honestly, just other, I don't know. I mean, a lot of people had told me I could do it. And then, um, also in 2018, 
I went to Loretta Lynn's as an amateur and ended up getting second there without training or anything. And I was like, well, imagine if I actually put in, you know, the, the time and effort. So um, I would say that was kind of it. And it, it, I, one of the things that I, I love this, in fact, I made a note of it. Uh, let, let me get this right. Correct me if I'm wrong. You said hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work that hard. I had to, I had to write that down because <laughs> I didn't know I believed in that so much. And it sounds like you're saying the same thing. Yeah. Um, there for a while, you could say that I was running on pure talent, which I was. And then, uh, yeah, you add hard work to that. And then, um, that's about as, as good as it gets, really. If you got talent and you can work, I don't think you're going to beat that. All right. His name is Levi Kitchen, joining us from Lucas Oil Studios. I uh, won the first moto last week in Denver, the Lucas Oil outdoor season. Now, hold on just a second. I knew you're from Washington. Are, are you actually from Washougal? Yes, sir. Yep. Bro, you, you act like that's that, that's not even on the map, brother. That's, I'm not going to say that's like the Daytona 500 of NASCAR, but growing up at a track that has such legendary races as Washougal, don't act like that's just a freaking podunk town, bro, Ham. That's like the creme de la creme for a lot of outdoor riders, buddy. Yeah, I, I shouldn't say. As far as racing goes, it is definitely a yeah. well-known town, but it's it's not a big town is what I meant as far as, you know. I, I guess it's getting sort of big, but um, – Listen, Bristol, yeah, as for as, Bristol for NASCAR is in a big town, but people love to race Bristol. Washougal yeah. is a big town, but, but riders would love to run Washougal. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> when, you were, when you were growing up, did you used to go to some of the races and say, I want to do that one day? Uh, yeah, no, I did. I went and watched, um, shoot, I think it was Stewart in like 07 or something like that. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, growing up, I always went there and we were always around at my dad race and stuff like that. And, uh, that's pretty much where I grew up riding. I had a trail from my house down to the track. So, um, I would ride down on the track and do some laps sometimes. Wow. Hey, stat, hold on. Just say this, this leads into a great question. I've never asked anyone cause I haven't found anyone that's grown up in a motocross specific town when it comes to Washougal. When you're growing up around the the outdoors like you did with Washougal, when you saw your first Supercross race live, tell me, did the lights come on then, or was it like, this scares the hell out of me, or I want to stay outdoors, or I want to do both? What did Levi say when he first saw his first Supercross race live? Um, it would have been Seattle, and uh, I don't know. I mean, I loved it. I thought it was the coolest thing ever. I was a little guy, so I don't remember much of it, but... Um, no, I always knew I wanted to do it. And it was more just like, you know, when I was that young, I want to just be one of those guys looking up to Carmichael and those guys. That's actually why my original number was 47 because I liked Carmichael and Stewart so much. So I just combined their numbers. <laughs> wow. But, um, yeah, I mean, it was always a dream of mine. But, you know, it was kind of hard to keep telling myself like I could do it because I wasn't sure if I could. But. Well, Levi, you, listen, buddy. You think you're such a badass? Can you see what's over my right shoulder? Can you see? Can you see those pants? Yeah, I can. You those know, got to be Carmichael's or Reed. No, Carmichael's. After he Carmichael's. ran Dallas in 2006, I'm a big Longhorn fan. He said, Sergeant, if I win that race, 
I'm giving you my freaking threads. Dig that, brother, over my shoulder. Sweet, huh? Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, you don't have that stuff at home. Don't even act like you're in a freaking hotel room. I got freaking <laughs> over my shoulder. <laughs> yeah, I don't got that. Stan, I know oh. you got a couple other questions, but but since we're there, I, we're always fascinated, and I'm not going to share with you what the answers that we, we've gotten recently over the last two, two, yeah, two years. We ask, leave all the wins and championships behind, but if I give you Carmichael, James Stewart, and Jeremy McGrath, who's, who in your mind was the greatest Supercross motocross rider of all time? Leave the wins and the championships behind. Those three are, right, let's just say, let's just – because I know Jeremy didn't have success, that much success in outdoor, but let's just stick with Supercross. Jeremy, Carmichael, or James for Supercross, and why? Um, I'm going to have to go with Stuart just because, wow. uh, I mean, even, yeah, I like Ricky, and we live right <laughs> where he trained now. But <laughs> I would just say the – I don't know. The guy was just so damn talented, and he, like, if he knew he could jump something, he would – you know, he, his timing was insane. So like you didn't see that guy. I mean, I know he crashed a fair amount, but, um, as far as, you know, if he wanted to do something, he usually did it. Right. That and his whoop, his whoop speed was incredible too. It was unmatched. <laughs> Levi kitchen, supercross motocross, won his first moto, uh, last weekend. I want to follow me here for a minute. I don't do this often, but uh, I have a theory that I've learned about drivers that speed is the first thing. They have, you, first of all, you have to learn how to be fast. You have to learn how to compete. Then yeah. you have to learn how to finish. Then you have to learn how to win and uh, win on purpose, not just because everybody crashed in front of you. And yeah. then you have to learn how to win a championship. Now, speed seems to be um, the most significant thing that's happening in a motocross and supercross right now. James had speed. Is that what you learned from him first uh, before the, all the other things in that, uh, in that list? I would say so, yeah. I mean, that definitely stood out the most from him, but also um... – yeah, that was the difference between somebody like him and, and Carmichael. You know, they're both very successful, but Ricky knew how to win. And he, um, yeah, he just simply, he won majority of the time. Whereas, you know, Stewart always had the speed, if not more speed than anybody else, but just couldn't quite put it all together sometimes. So hmm. that is a big, that's a big thing. And like, even the first two rounds outdoors this year, I kept telling everybody, I know I have the speed, I have the speed, whatever, but I couldn't get off the damn starting line. So it didn't show until last weekend. Now I, I learned that in fact, some writers have mentioned uh, here on the freak, uh, the freak in the freak nation that um, they didn't worry about James, even when he was winning championships because they knew they couldn't beat him. But they said James was going to crash, and that that the gamble was let him go out there and be fast. Uh, are you worried that maybe that might be your future? That just go out there and be fast and hope you don't crash until uh, the end. Um, I'm not too worried about that. No, I think I'm pretty a fairly smart rider. But I also wouldn't. 
as bad. I mean, we don't like crashing, but I wouldn't mind being that guy. I mean, the dude was incredibly fast. So, um, yeah, and he did win a lot of races. So, um, I don't know. I don't worry too much about that being me, though. No. <laughs> yeah, the minute you strap, you you throw your leg over that bike, you know, speed, <laughs> speed, and and technique. It, it's either second nature or you just get the hell out of the way. Yeah. Man, right. Exactly. Yeah. Buddy, uh, thanks for doing this. We're we're really happy with what you did last weekend in uh, Denver. Go out there and prove everybody wrong that you continue to uh, kick some ass, buddy. Yes, sir. Thank you, guys. You got it. Freak Nation, Levi Kitchen joining us here in the Freak Nation. Statman, you you hear the same thing that I do, and it's it's becoming less and less surprising with these younger riders that James Stewart is and was the man for these guys. Yeah, James it's incredible. He was so talented. He was so good. Uh, and he won championships that it's difficult when your competitors say, I can't compete with that. Uh, and they have to roll the dice to whether or not he's going to crash and give them a chance or just, he's going to have to go out there and win. He was that good, uh, at what he did.